Child's left, then how can well, we love them? I'm your host Eddie Martinez, and today we have the lovely Brooklyn. Welcome, Brooklyn. Hey, what's going on? Let them doing? know about you, about yourself, a bit about yourself. Okay, so my name is Brooklyn. Um, yeah, so people call me Brooklyn. Uh, I I'm a host for Worldwide Entertainment TV for Brooklyn's Tea Talk, and I'm a community activist as well. Okay, so we're gonna go to a video clip, and we'll be back. Hoping the six. Everyone, it's the one and only Brooklyn, and I'm here to bring to you Develop Me Youth presents Enough is Enough going down on October 20th. What I need you guys to do is to come out and show your support. If you have had enough of all the senseless crimes and violence that's been hitting our streets and our cities and our communities, I need you to come out. Stop talking about it and let's be about it. No more. I have had enough and I know you have had enough. Everyone speaks about it, but they don't act on it. They say that they're going to do something, but at the end of the day, it's our youth that are dying. So our family's still grieving and we're still going through it every single day. We have to live it. Every day, waking up, not being able to see him hurts our heart. So the fact that you guys came out today, I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart, our organization, and to all the youth who are unable to be here today, meaning they're six feet under, I guarantee they are happy that we somebody has finally came out and spoke up so thank you guys so much so as you guys know each one of you guys have a cup and like what i was telling you guys at the beginning there's 84 killings that happened from january until now on those cups have all the youth has all the youth that has died so what i'm going to need everybody to do we're going to start in this direction here it's just I, I just need you guys to yell out the names that are on the cup Okay, so we're gonna start right here with Aretha. So Jack and Jack McCallum and Jesse Rickford. Matthew Lyster, Michael Tom, Sho Chang, and Gian Kim. Andre Phineas. Andre Phineas. Christopher Brown, Simon, Hassardin Nasir, Sahak Umar, Kevin Boache, Juliana Coy, Thena Nayo, Dwayne Vidal, Michael Dewis. Victoria, Israel, and Edward. Elliot Reed Doyle and Kissinger Gunn. Did everyone get to read their names? Danny Morels, Jeremiah Trussell. As you guys know, 
I'm just gonna let you introduce yourself let, and tell us a little bit about your 10 steps that you have for the youth, okay? Good afternoon, everyone. Um, I'm glad, I'm, I'm fine, thank you, brother, thank you. Um, it's great to see you all come out here today. Um, the organizers did a, a wonderful job of putting this together, especially when everybody has busy lives and, and they don't want to take the time out, but we know that this is our priority. This should be our priority. And one thing that I always recognize when we do these things is that the ones most affected are rarely here. And I see a lot of young brothers here, and um, there's so many more out who have been victims of gun violence, who have perpetrated gun violence, who are immediately at a threat to gun violence. And we need them to be involved in movements like this because this is their future. Um, it's our future together, but if we don't get the ones who are actually affected the most to be here, then there's something wrong. Um, myself and other community activists have been, have been doing this work for years, and I really want to shout Louis March uh, from the Zero Gun Violence Movement for all the things that he's been doing. And I can tell you, six years ago, after the Danzig shooting, um, Louis, myself, Donna, and a whole bunch of other community organizations came together to lobby the government to bring money to our community because we knew there was a crisis. We did a conference called the Crisis of Killings yeah. in our community. And that's six years ago. And it falls on deaf ears. So the reason why the organizers felt it's appropriate for me to be here today as well is because, yes, I'm running for political office, but I'm not here because of that. I'm here because I care. But the fact of the matter is, if we don't exercise our political power and force the people who have control of the purse strings to allocate the money to the right resources, we will never get what we need. And I can tell you as a criminal defense lawyer that it doesn't seem like the system always wants us to get what we need because unfortunately there is an industry around crime, yep. there's an industry around violence, yep. and there's an industry around prison. Yep. And when we see these things happening, what do we hear the first thing they say? More money to police. More money to police. The police serve an important function in our society, but it's not to prevent crime as much as it is for us to prevent crime. And when we have community workers and agencies and volunteers all spending their time and their money to ensure our youth are safe, that money should be going to them primarily first because that's where the change is going to take place. In response to the calling of more money for police and money for cameras that are going to identify shots after the fact, I came up with a 10-point plan. And I shared that plan with Louis and other community advocates, and they applauded it. And it's because there's thought put into it. And I'm gonna share it with you, and I hope that you all think of these things, and I'm sure the organizers with their six solutions were probably right on the same page. So the first one is for the TDSB and TCDSB to freeze all school suspensions and expulsions. And, and what that means is we know that once you get suspended or expelled, you are out in the community, you hang around other people who've been suspended and expelled, and you start with petty crimes that lead to more serious crimes, which eventually can lead to murder or gun use. And our schools have responsibilities to ensure that our youth are taken care of. You know, where is the place that you spend most time of outside of your home? It's either work or school, right? So the bulk of that time, if the family has dropped the ball for some reason, or if there's pressures at the family where they can't 
guide their children in the way they need to do. The school has a responsibility to do that. And don't let any teacher fool you to say that, oh, it's not my job to do this. It is their job to do this. And I can tell you again with my law firm, last year we intervened with school suspensions and expulsions and we found that very small things, such as use of language or an argument with the teacher or not following specific directions, warranted kids being kicked out of school. So what they've said is if we don't like your behavior, we don't like your attitude, you can go live a life of crime and potentially die. That's not the way to do it, right? We have to make sure that we hold our schools to account and every, each and every one of you, if you have friends that are dropping out of school or not doing well, encourage them. Let them understand the importance of, of getting an education. Um, I didn't go to university until I was 36 years old, right? I ran a business from the age of 19, but it still didn't get me anywhere. Uh, and no matter how smart you are, no matter how much you have to offer, unfortunately in North America, people value that piece of paper from an educational system. So you need to get that. Second, Toronto Social Services to provide conflict resolution services for neighborhood individuals in dispute that feel their life is in danger. We know that specifically in the area of Jane and Finch, there's division between up top and down, right? There's division between Shoreham and Driftwood and Chalk Farm. And why should we allow our children to kill themselves or kill each other just because someone lives on the other side of the street? It doesn't make sense. So our social services have a responsibility to bring these youth in and, and mediate with them. And I personally, myself, would volunteer to be a mediator when it comes to these neighborhoods and sit down with the youth to say, why do you think you have to kill that person for where they live? Let them understand the social ramifications of what they're doing. Three is to identify the causes of gun violence accurately. What do we hear every time there's a shooting? Oh, must be gang related, gang related. But when where there's a shooting in Vaughan, when there's a shooting in Vaughan, it's organized crime, right? And what I know, and from my experience on the ground, is a lot of these young people, they're not in gangs. They live in a neighborhood that may be plagued with criminal activity, and they have friends that live in their neighborhood, but they're not gangs. Gangs takes rituals. Gangs take markings. Gangs takes a hierarchy. Gangs take a flow of money and income these communities these young people committing these crimes do not have that they are not organized crime they are not gang members they are individuals committing crimes and the, the solutions we provide to them is totally different if we're looking at a gang problem in a neighborhood we're going to put the police in the task force and tap lines and do all that to, to stop it but if we know there's an epidemic of young people making bad decisions task force isn't going to fix that. Tapping phone lines is not going to fix that. What's going to fix that is getting individual support for these families. So my, my 10 point plan is on my website. I don't want to take up too much more time speaking about this because I know we have to get moving. But it's more than just politics. This is human life. And our people, our young people, are not seeing a future. And I really want everyone here to take back to their friends and family to share. What is your vision? Do you, do you see yourself buying a house? Do you see yourself taking a vacation? Do you see yourself being happy? And I can tell you most people, the young ones, they don't see that. They only see their immediate future. They're only trying to survive day to day. And that is a shame in a, in a country like Canada that has so many resources. And I can tell you firsthand experience, the robberies that are taking place now with young people, 
they're robbing to buy food. And I know it sounds strange, and we see that on the TV, but I'm telling you as a lawyer, I see cases where credit cards are being taken and the first place they're going is to buy food at a fast food store, right? Not because they're enjoying spending the money, it's a, it's a good time. People are committing robberies because they're poor. So this gun violence and this violence is related directly to poverty. And if we don't understand that or if we don't make our politicians understand that, we're going to keep fighting this fight and it's going to be a revolving door. So the message is to all the young people from me to you is value your intelligence. Value your mind. Because when the bling, when the, when the chains, the ice, the, the Jordans, all that is stripped away from you, all you have is what's in here. And if you haven't built up your mind to be strong and to be resilient and to interact with people, you're going to be lost. The money is going to come and go. So just follow your heart and do the right thing. And thank you. Nia Singh. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We are expecting around 50 to say 150 people. Um, and it's mostly you. Um, like what we said, our organization is, is about the um, So you really do hope that a lot of us can the reality is, is it happens everywhere so don't just think it happens in priority areas it happens across our DTA and it needs to stop so that's why we're here today uh, what do you hope comes out of this round March today? we hope that people see when we bind together as a community to see how strong and how and how we are all had enough of all the violence the sense of feeling that's going on so hopefully this is a stepping stone to something great it's more and more um, we find that a lot of the youth don't really have a sense of direction so our organization is there to help organize I'm sorry to lead them in the right direction and start them in the right, the right direction and do you work with kids that are you know, have been involved with gun violence yes we work with all 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 aspects of youth not just gun violence, we, we deal with mental health issues as well because that's where some of the problems are stemming from. We deal with Aboriginal youth, we deal with all all youth. We don't just deal with just youth with violence because we find that all, all youth actually support and attention. What do city officials need to know? We're in the middle of an election and there's going to be a leader elected on Monday and counselors at City Hall. What do they need to know? They need to know that if you want to become a counselor or a mayor in a city, you have to know what you want. You have to speak to and don't just sit there and say you think you know and throw money at problems when there's a when there's problems. Like we need funding for programs that you actually need. And instead of taking um, that money and putting it into programs that they don't need, that's what we need to do. So if if you want to become a mayor or or a counselor, I believe you should go in and actually talk to me. Do you feel like John Tory have done that? Where is it? No, I, I, to me personally, I feel like they haven't. I feel like everyone, everyone speaks about it, but they don't act on it. They say that they're going to do something, but at the end of the day, it's our youth that are dying. We have, um, there was 84 killings this year, and out of out of 84, 50 of them were our youth. So something needs to be done, and it needs to be done right away. Um, I just want to say, uh, as an organization, Development Youth, we are so proud and so happy that people have come out today. Like what we we all agreed, like whether it's 20 people, 50 people, as long as we reach somebody and we and we make a statement, that's all that we're here for. And you're starting at Queens Park. Going. We're starting at Queens Park and we're ending we're ending at the Peace Garden. Perfect. You're welcome. 
gun violence has been an issue front and center on the campaign trail. So far this year, Toronto police say there have been at least 320 shootings so far. And citizens tell us they're hoping whoever ends up leading the city come Monday, that they will have the answers to help get the problem under control. Wow, very powerful. Shout out to you for that. Thank you. That's like my second time ever seeing that. So that's like crazy. So at the end of the day, it's like we have positive people, mm -hmm. but it's like when you listen to the media or, you know, social media nowadays is like a killer. Right. You understand right. what I mean? And it's like people go for what is hot right now. And the trend is, is basically like police br brutality, mm -hmm. you know, shootings and things like that. So people are going to rock with what's right. what's going on and who's going to change it? Us. Right. Hey y'all, it's the one and only Brooklyn, and I'm here to let you know that I'm keeping my ears to the streets and make sure that you let everybody know to follow us on Worldwide Entertainment TV. If you don't know, now you know. I'll be covering all the stories, all the fashion, all the anything that goes down in the dot, that's me. Know that. You want to know about it? I'm the girl to see.